Look at my diapers for episode number 63 for Julia Wall Podcast. <laughs> Retro Rewind Podcast initialized. Mission identified. Three men and a baby. 1987. Co-hosts online. Auditory analysis online. All systems nominal. Did well, she say don't, don't look under my diapers or don't, don't look at my... Don't look in my diaper. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Sure. <laughs> Welcome to the Retro Rewind podcast where we rewind back to movies and video games from 15 or more years ago so that we can let you know whether they're still worth revisiting today. You can find the show notes for this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 63. There you can find links to subscribe to the podcast or view us in iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Uh, you can also leave us a comment on this episode, and you can find a link to support us on Patreon. Why shouldn't we look at the diaper? Because there's doodles in it. In it? But not... Okay. All right, go on. She's like, I'm half a surprise for you. Don't look. Okay. Thank sure you. Sure of that, yeah. One of those things. Okay. <laughs> anyway, master interrupter aside, uh, speaking of Patreon, I want to thank our patrons, Brian Keating, Andrew Legreve, Jake Arsenu, and Michael Kelso. Thank you so much for uh, t- buying filters for the reflux capacitor so it could get out all that doodle junk that was building up. So really appreciate that. My name is Francisco Ruiz. I'm hi, da- Francisco. Uh, hi, Paul. I'm a dad designer, and I don't disregard doodles in diapers. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I don't doodle in my diaper. <laughs> well, I don't do that either, because um, I don't have depends. Uh, you're in, in between stages. You're not a baby, and you're not a very wow. old man. <laughs> and I predicted that Three Men and a Baby would be a nostalgic movie. I'm joined, as always, by my good friend and co-host, Paul, the Master Interrupter Powers. Hi, Paul. Hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Paul, my trivial question for you is, uh, the Pampers company paid $50,000 for their brand of diapers to be used in this film. Money well spent. Yeah. Paul, do you have a favorite instance of product placement in movies or TV? Yeah, Wayne's World. I've never Have seen you... Wayne's World, so okay. what in Wayne's World? <laughs> they they do a whole segment on product placement where they bring in several products. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like real product placement just to like yeah. for the sake of okay, we've done this now. Yeah. Oh, kind that's of. funny. Cool. Um and what did, what was your prediction, Paul? I predicted that this movie would be a nostalgic. All righty. And we are joined once again, coming back to the podcast, we'd like to welcome Nate Henderson. Hi, Nate. Hello. Hi, everybody. Hi. Welcome Hi. back. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. Nate, um, would you I have a few questions for you. Would you remind us what you do for a living? I work for an engineering firm. Very. I am a uh, project accountant there, and uh, I also run a DJ business, and I math tutor to uh, high school students whenever i can so very cool um, since you run a dj business are you excited that dj's coming back to the screen again <laughs> <laughs> the most popular dj in the history of djs yes with her Is new show on netflix fuller house is it yes. called fuller house 
Sadly, yes. <laughs> Shouldn't be called like <laughs> blackjack or no or full house royal again. flush or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but <laughs> Nate, what is your favorite movie genre? Oh, oh, that's that's impossible, Francisco. <laughs> impossible movies. That. Okay, I no, never I think, heard I that think, genre. <laughs> but no, I think uh, I think I guess if I had to look at all my all time favorite movies. I guess adventure, but like that's so that's pretty broad, but still that, that's no. pretty broad, but I think it would cover a that lot of stuff like it. some fantasy and sci-fi and, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah. I, I guess, I guess I'd have to go that, but I, I love pretty much all types. Very so. cool. Well, then this is the perfect que- trivial question for you. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, Three men and a baby was the highest grossing remake of a French film in North America box office history. Nate, are you a fan of French films at all? <laughs> <laughs> you must be, since you said you're a fan of films. So. Uh, you know, I don't think I've seen <laughs> many French films, uh, and I don't think fresh, uh, French Kiss counts. I was going to um, say. How about I, French Kiss? I don't Pink think. Uh, I, I liked, uh, I saw the French version of The Birdcage. I forget oh, what that okay. was. It was La Love. Oh, man, I can't, I can't pronounce it. That's how fluent I am and. There were just lots of ha-ha's and all sorts of things in there. So, But I have not seen many French films, no. Nor have I. <laughs> and uh, finally, what was your prediction for Three Men and a Baby? I predicted nostalgic. Um, nostalgic as well. I saw like the movie one time when I was in college. Oh, okay. And, and I think... Uh, and I didn't remember a lot about it. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what led me to believe it's like, okay, this is probably entertaining, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing it's going to be nostalgic. All right. Well, let's find out if those predictions pan out. Paul, will you please land the course for Alice for this episode? Sure. Alice, let's have a whopping good discussion of three men and a baby. Yeah. <laughs> let's wrap that up with a diaper, send it on its way, wow. and see what we've been up to on our new tubes lately. And uh, that should be good, right? Maybe a little special announcement. We got, we oh, got we have a feedback. big announcement. Oh, whoa. We have a big whoa. announcement. Let's not what? get too excited. I'm so, <laughs> wow, okay. The right, right hand doesn't yeah. know what the left Paul is doing. Okay, let's go. All right. Alert. Alert. Target located. Wait, I don't Spoilers have my seatbelt on. Incoming. Oh, no. Engaging retro rewind reactor. From Touchstone Pictures, Peter, Michael, and Jack led perfect bachelor lives until... I think we're in trouble. I think we're in big trouble. Please, not on the silk sheets! Now, three bachelors are changing a baby's diapers. Gotta get some help. And the baby is changing their lives. Tom Selleck, Steve Gutenberg, Ted Danson, three men and a baby. Starts Wednesday, famous players and other theaters. What the heck is a famous player? I don't know, but I'm not sure any of these memories are all too famous. Mm. It's like a Viewmaster? That's like the worst segue ever. Anyway, our memory mind melt synopsis goes like this. A woman leaves her baby on the doorstep of three bachelors, Ted Danson, Magnum P.I., and John Gutenberg. The father is Ted's character, Jack, after he fooled around with a British woman, but he doesn't know it. The mom leaves it 
at Wait, his... he fooled around with the British woman, but doesn't know he fooled around? <laughs> Apparently. Or the baby, the baby, okay, the baby, he doesn't know the baby is theirs because of the, I'm sorry, I interrupted, I usually don't on this segment because, <laughs> oh, I would interrupt every sentence, so I, re- I deeply apologize, I just thought it was interesting. Oh, could have went Back way. to the memories. The mom leaves it at his door when she needs to hide from the mob. These guys take care of the baby together and are totally inexperienced at handling it. So 80s hilarity ensues with them singing lullabies and the men getting in touch with their maternal side. I also remember some bad guys in the mix, but can't remember why. Probably because the mob finds and takes the baby. These modern-day amigos then have to get the baby back at a construction site. So I I think that was fine. No, no issue. Uh huh. Right? Not. <laughs> that was all jumbled up, even without me interrupting. <laughs> well, yes, but you know it's fun to play jumble. Yeah, that that's a game, right? <laughs> yeah, like hopscotch and. Yeah. Uh, and uh, thermonuclear war. <laughs> so let's talk about... They're basically was, the same. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> the same. Uh, we're not going to talk about the thermonuclear sorry. war. We're going to talk about the technicals. That's right, Paul. And I just talked all over you. Sorry. That's You master interrupt. Go for it. No. All right. Technically, I'm the master interrupter. Um, what are we talking about? Three men and a baby. Not three men oh. and a lady. Or any other three something. Not three amigos. Three men. Three wise men. And a came baby. out at, no, Came okay. out during Christmas. Oh. Alright. <laughs> Rated PG. This ran 102 minutes and is a comedy drama family genre. And uh, came out on November 25th, 1987. So it was a Thanksgiving movie oh, in the cool. US. It, uh was directed by Leonard Nimoy and went on to star Tom Selleck, Steve Gutenberg, and Ted Danson in a uh, a myriad of many women in there. <laughs> and an axe murderer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. The <laughs> You must have seen the director's cut. I, uh, I missed out. So the budget of this film was about $11 million, and they made it back almost all of it on opening weekend. It then went on to gross uh, almost $170 million in the USA alone. Well done, uh, Mr. Spock. Yeah, over $81 million in rentals as well. Wow. On top of it. (laughs) That movie cost $11 million to make? Yeah. Back in 1987. What, was like 10 million of it for like mustache wax or something? I mean, it just seems like that's, I don't know, I guess it seems like a lot of money, but I guess if you're going to hire Magnum PI, then uh, you're shelling out some dough. That's true. Yeah. Though I do believe they filmed on location at New York, so I would think that. Oh, would that's true. Up it New York too. is New York is a rather expensive. I was yeah. going to say I think most of it was on on a studio because it's all inside. But mm. I could be wrong. I could be wrong too. And honestly, I felt like most of it looked like San I, Francisco. I don't know. I why. know they they were filmed inside was a studio because there's the one scene where I was there. No, there's one scene where they think there's a ghost in the window or something, or a guy falling through the window, but they claim that it's impossible because they weren't on location. It's a studio. And and that was actually a cutout, like one of Ted Danson's cutouts since he is an actor. Yeah. 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 To dispel that rumor. 
But let us not dispel things yet. Let's talk about the things we liked about this movie. And let's start with Nate. Three Men and a Baby, what'd you like? <laughs> oh, so many things. <laughs> um, well, speaking of tech, I thought it was... I loved the high-tech concept in Peter's... Uh, I don't know if it was like his office or something, but he had, <laughs> he had three CRT TVs in a row, like right next to each mm-hmm. other. And like he had all the guys like watching a game and mm-hmm. it's not like the three TVs were used to like expand the image. There was the exact same <laughs> image on every single TV. <laughs> so you could just, I guess, choose which one of the three exact same size TVs you wanted to watch. <laughs> I, I thought the whole purpose of it was pretty bunk, but whatever. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that. That was the 80s idea of. Of of opulence, I yeah. That was I thought that was enjoyable. Yeah. So that was that was their version of a widescreen TV right there. Mm-hmm. Just but just push three TVs right next to each other and play the exact same signal on each one, <laughs> and you have your choice. That's well, living. If I'm looking over here. I want to be able to see it, and if I I choose to look the other way, I want to still right. see it. If I choose to turn my head at a five degree angle, <laughs> I'll be able to watch the exact same thing. That way your neck doesn't get stiff, you know. Wow. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> um, Paul, were there anything about, like, the settings or the set design or anything that stood out to you that you liked? I like. I thought it was a fun set, the way the cartoonist drew on the walls. And um, I thought it's, it's rather than just your typical apartment, mm-hmm. it's kind of huge. Yeah, it's <laughs> enormous. Especially in New York. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I thought the it was a fun uh, location. Or at least rather than just a normal house or apartment or something. Yeah. I thought the setup was cool. The the cartooning felt very may have felt very eighties. So in a way oh, yeah. that dated it. But yeah, it was it was different. It wasn't the same. Every old. single thing about this movie screams eighties. That's just screams true. It. Yeah. Screams <laughs> like, it like this a is baby. everything that the eighties has to offer, all in an <laughs> hour and a half. Minus a DeLorean. The <laughs> um paul what was something you liked about this movie uh right off the bat i liked the title sequence i thought it was fun a yeah. great way to introduce the movie uh fun upbeat music um it sets the tone and, and introduces the guys and their lifestyle mm-hmm. and it gets right into it good yeah. job leonard nimoy i didn't feel like it got right into it. i felt like it was still an opening sequence but i felt like it it, it was purposeful it didn't just yeah. like let's kill time while the credits are opening credits are rolling yeah i i i would agree with you paul um something else something i liked about the movie was i i thought it was really funny just watching them figure out how to take care of a baby i didn't when i was trying to remember this movie i didn't expect that to be funny but it it just was that was fun to watch them figuring all this stuff out when they're just plopped with the baby yeah. Did did you find did either of you find that those that situation comical? Yeah. Oh, I definitely. It's the main part of the movie, <laughs> the main thrust of the movie. Yeah. Well, I, I think know. that's why people found it the most entertaining by far. Like mm-hmm. that was what they found the most entertaining was the fact that you just got these clueless guys. Um, and I, I don't know. I thought it was interesting because like nowadays, if like some guy is taking care of a baby or something, I don't know. I don't think people would like really bat an eyelash as much or they're mm-hmm. just you know it's like it's like now we have like online resources and mm-hmm. it, it seems like there's a lot more stay-at-home dads so back then 
the Just idea, Google. oh, three guys taking care of a baby. How zany crazy <laughs> can you get? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, but what also helped with the the formula, I guess, is that each of the three guys were successful in what they were doing. Yes. Um, you know, with the successful cartoonist. Oh, the like in their careers. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. And they, the other actor was constant. Well, he did, wasn't as famous as he wanted to be, but at least he was working. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. right. No, but like all the ways that they tried to uh, just to like clean up the baby, like cha- the changing diaper scene is, is a classic. Yeah. It's, oh, it's totally. so good. Um, and and I don't I, I didn't appreciate that when I first saw it. Like I said, back in college, because I didn't have kids, I didn't mm-hmm. know how tricky it was to put on diapers and keep it all clean, and yeah. And so I was watching it this time, and I could relate to so much. I was just, I, w- I was cracking up. It was great. Yeah, and you know what? I have a very similar appreciation. I feel like mm-hmm. I don't remember laughing as much or thinking it was as funny when I saw it as a kid. But seeing it as a dad, it's like, wow, this oh, yeah. <laughs> it was way funnier. And so I'm Definitely. curious, Paul, did you, since you don't have kids, um, yeah. I mean, you have a dog, so I don't want if you're <laughs> if you're a pet parent, I don't mean no. to offend okay. you. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm not one. Of, I'm not a person who thinks my pet is another person. Oh, good. So. Okay, um, you can live then. Uh, <laughs> Wait, I kid. I kid. Permission. I kid. <laughs> Um, I'm curious though. Did I, I guess it's hard to say if you would if you think you would f- find it funnier if you were a dad or not. But what what do you think about that? Um, I don't know. It's because I I found it funny, yeah. But I also I think found it just as funny. But like I done babysitting jobs mm-hmm. as a teenager. I've changed diapers and all that stuff. So I'm I mean I helped my mom change my brother's diaper. That oh kind yeah, of yeah. Thing. So. Mm-hmm. It's not a foreign concept to yeah, me and all yeah, that yeah. stuff. So um, I don't think my opinion would change, but I could be totally wrong. Sounds like it probably would. Okay. That's a very fair estimation. Bathing with a turkey baster. That was, <laughs> that was a good scene. <laughs> like, Michael didn't really want to get his hands dirty, so he just kind of takes the turkey baster and squirts it. Though you know what? They don't seem like the type of guys that. Why would they have a turkey baster? None of them seem like they because were because they invite the women over to cook. Oh, oh, that's, oh yeah. yeah, good point. Lots of women visit that apartment. Yes, yeah. <laughs> they make a point of showing that. More about that later. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, let's go back to you, Nate. What was something else you liked about three men um, and a baby? Just going off of the whole like stuff I can relate to a bit more now, like the movie at certain times really nailed some of the frustrations that new parents oh, have, gosh, yes. which I just was like, oh, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> like like each one of them, like they kind of go through their own like they're, they're so exhausted that they've mm-hmm. just got like this mental confusion sort of going on and they don't. They don't know what to do, and I'm like, "Oh, that's so spot on." Yeah, like the first first couple months that we had our our, our first, we I, I was just a zombie. Like I couldn't mm-hmm. even I couldn't even focus properly. Totally. And I, so <laughs> I forget what it was like. I think it was Tom Selleck telling uh, uh, Steve Gutenberg, "Like I'll give you a thousand dollars if you change yeah. the thing. Oh, totally. <laughs> if you change the time. That is so true. Like, You're I'm just sh- done. I swear I've said that to my wife in the past. Like. Them playing evens yeah. odds, just like yep. who gets, yeah, yep. Rochambeau. <laughs> Though yeah, honestly, so like when that. when like um, 
Like they're out in like their living room or something and they hear sirens and they go to close all the windows and stuff. I'm like, I'm yeah. sorry. The, I, well, at least from my experience, the baby just waking up and going back to sleep, that doesn't seem plausible. Oh, it seems no, like no, they no. that would no, that's, okay, crying. That might be in the gripe section for me. Oh, uh, so. okay, okay. <laughs> Foreshadows. Uh, Paul, it's, on, oh, go ahead. On that note, I was about to say, I don't have the appreciation that uh, you two do on that. But in fact, it was kind of funny. I, I turned to my wife, Valerie, who was watching this with me when he said, I'll give you $1,000. I said, I'd do it. And I said, in fact, I sh- I should go around because I hear this all the time from married people how exhausted they are. Like I'll pay you a th- I could go around to all these different parents and make a living just you, by taking care of their babies. Like in the oh middle of the gosh. night, you're gonna. <laughs> you sir are brilliant. Yes, being on call, Manny, and you. Yeah, yeah. That's, I'll change a diaper in the middle of the night. I'll feed it, whatever. That's pay me a thousand dollars per visit. You, you just you, <laughs> so you need to develop an app that connects with the like parents' an Uber monitor. App. And so when an, when you an Uber, yes, exactly. an Uber like a goober, exactly, a goober. or Gerber, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, something else. Um, sort of going off the the parenting aspect. I I I liked. How well, I really enjoyed how when uh, Ted Danson's character Jack comes back, and then Tom Selleck and um, Steve Gutenberg I don't know why I said I thought it was John Gutenberg, but um, <laughs> when they're like, Have fun, yes, <laughs> bye, figure it out great. yourself. Um, that was perfect, but then I love that he seemed to pick it up like almost like instinctually. Had those dad instincts. I I love that. I, there's something touching about that. Um, yeah. So I like well, that. That. Was, that was good. Um, let's go back to Paul. Um, actually, I didn't have uh, all that many likes. I just have my uh, classic maker left. Classic maker. Okay. Let's ping pong over to Nate. Um, I li- <laughs> I like the banter between uh peter and michael and the thugs when they find when they come to to get the package oh yeah and and the misunderstanding <laughs> but between mm-hmm. it's yeah, this is it's, it really the dialogue okay great. Yeah. It's, yeah it's like oh okay you bet oh gotcha the formula the yeah, yeah the, for, the formula yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> that was good <laughs> So yeah, just some some of the the dialogue was great. Like when they they were when they first discovered the baby on the doorstep, and there's just kind of some playful banter. They're like, "I know it's a baby. What is it doing?" Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. They, yeah it, was, <laughs> it was some good interactions between um, Tom Selleck and Steve Gutenberg throughout the throughout the movie. I thought they were oh, they, absolutely before Jack came in. I mean, yeah, Ted Danson did a great job, but the 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 frustrations and figuring stuff out between the two of Peter and Michael were good. Yeah, totally. Um, Let's see. I have one more thing before my classic linker, and that would be that I really liked that Tom Selleck just, or he played Peter, he really just steps up, and it's like he doesn't have to care about this baby and do anything for it, really, except maybe yeah. feed it. and or, or, I mean, I guess you would want to change if you don't want your house to sink, but I mean, he could take it to the police. Well, I don't know if back then police and fire stations had things where you could drop off babies but i mean i think anyway he could still probably take it to the police say this was, was on my there was yeah, yeah there was some organization that would you know yeah 
but, do something. But even through all the difficulty, I felt like he stepped up way more than Steve yeah. Gutenberg's character. And even though he, he came along to like Mary, but I, I just really appreciated that. I thought that was that that made me really really like his character more and mm. and like him more as an actor. I, I don't know. I probably shouldn't cross those two. They don't mean the same thing, but. Um, I really like, but that. you do it anyway. I bite me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's hard for me to not like Quigley. Okay, down under. Exactly. Um, uh, Nate, uh, give us. Uh, do you have many more things before your classic maker? No, I just, I just had, um, I had one more. Uh, as far as I liked, uh, I liked when they, they. I thought the actors did a good job, kind of showing their of uh, their gradual attachment. Mm-hmm. To the baby, um, especially like when when Peter thought he like uh, I think it was either we thought something happened to Mary. Oh yeah, just, I, I thought Tom Selleck did a really good job acting almost like shaken, just kind of mm-hmm. like that panic that a totally a new, yes. a new parent would feel, mm-hmm. and especially like after Mary uh, was gone, like mm-hmm. Sylvia took took her daughter back, um, just kind of the. They, I thought they did a good job, kind of displaying just kind of like the kind of depression that that they were mm-hmm. in afterwards, um, in their own in their own way. I thought they did yeah, a good job with that. I I totally was uh, I was getting to the point of I, I wouldn't say I was close to tears, but it was it was more heart wrenching than I was expecting. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, there were some sad moments. Totally, how I would feel too to imagine like my daughter being taken away. That's just like. Horrible yeah. sound. Yeah, yeah, but it's not his daughter. Well, yeah, but I mean, adoptive parents. That's not technically. It's uh, not their yeah, biological yeah. Okay, daughter. Good point. Good point. <laughs> uh, I yes. guess he adopted her in his <laughs> mind, but okay, rather than just babysitting. Her. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, pa- the paternal instinct was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either way, it was. Uh, exactly. yes. And he didn't realize how quickly it would come on, but there it was, and he was all of a sudden panicked for the welfare mm-hmm. of this child. So exactly. I thought that was kind of cool. All right, guys. Well, uh, let's go ahead and go into our classic makers for Three Men and a Baby. Let's start with uh, Paul. I like these guys. <laughs> these are really <laughs> fun <laughs> guys. <laughs> Just kill one of them. <laughs> Um, but I thought the three main characters are really fun. Uh, just I like the the singing. I really like their singing bo- moment. Yeah, you know, that just yeah. that one. I, I thought it sounded better than the original song that they were playing. <laughs> um, but just their humor and, and banter. In fact, after watching or during towards the end, I was like, this makes me want to watch Three Men and Little Lady just yep. to watch these characters. I would more. agree. Yeah. 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 And uh, so. And I remember actually liking when I was younger, liking Three Men and Little Lady more than this. Oh, interesting. Yep. Okay, thank you. Me too. But I don't. Remember I know, it. also remember being a minority in that. Oh, oh, so okay. thank you, Nate. <laughs> no, I honestly, I I like the second one way more than the first ever. Yeah, yeah I just, cool. I mean, I like I like them both, but I think the second one. I mean, I I that's a whole other thing. But anyway, I think it's just written. Much better than this, even though this was very funny. It was very yeah. you know witty and stuff like that. I thought the second one actually had a very nice story and very touching. Like just, I just, I just like it better. Anyway, I yeah, so. and I haven't seen either one of these in at least fifteen years, mm-hmm. and and I haven't seen Three Men and a Little Lady. Just in case, it's not on the list, is it? No, and it should be because I think I have seen it. I don't remember okay. it at all. 
but I think okay. I have seen it. So I think it's so let's put it on the list worthy. Um, all right. All right. What were you going to say, Francisco? Uh, you, you're about to comment. Uh, what was I going to say? I you know what I don't remember, but right. I will say mine is very is similar to yours. I I really appreciate just the overall growth and the arc of these characters and how yeah. you see them go from very self centered and very just like they only want to fulfill their own desires to yeah. being so selfless and so paternal is paternal the right word yeah. being a parent. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, um, wanting to take care of this child, that's mm. that's one of theirs. But, I mean, none of them really knew about it. And it's just... I, I was I shocked they that. were willing to pay for a taxi cab ride to the airport, which is expensive, and back just on the mere <laughs> hope at the end. <laughs> you know? That's a good point. Yeah, I didn't think so about like, that. Wow, that's very giving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Um... Yeah, and I was actually I forgot that that's how that played out. I'm like, they 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 missed her. I, I, what? And then you see yeah. her back at the at the apartment. But okay, Nate, let's end with you. What was the thing you liked most about Three Men and a Baby? Eighties <laughs> montages. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Those are all fun, and there is an abundance of them. I think I counted no arms. less than four. Four? Separate okay. montages. I remember yeah. three, but okay. Uh, it might have been three. I may, you know, I might have been counting. I might have just been counting a couple of quick cut clips, like with the song behind it or something. Oh, okay, montage, well. But um, the montages, the '80s montages, I, I love them. I love mm-hmm. them because there was something, somebody, some producer, like at the beginning of the '80s, that said, "You know what? For every montage that we play, we gotta speed it up by fifty percent." <laughs> and so, like each montage, they're just like. Vroom! Yeah, run yeah. around, zip around, <laughs> and then they'll slow it down real quick to like pat the baby on the head, and they'll <laughs> and then run out of the room or something. Um, and then the the songs that they use are great too. Like yes. they got Gloria Stefan. Yeah, they had a montage with Peter freaking Cetera, like in the background. That was I, I love Peter Cetera. That's a guilty pleasure. Which song anyway, was that? Uh, it was like when they're like playing in the park. It's when everything is better, and they they bested the thugs. Oh, and now okay. they don't have the danger of the thugs, and now they're they're really just getting to enjoy enjoy the the baby and and live life with her and mm-hmm. um and I, I i don't know i forget the name of the song but um i just like chicago and peter satira so i was like oh my gosh it's peter satira like my wife's oh, looking okay. at me like i'm crazy and I'm like, <laughs> like you respect satira uh, <laughs> that's an just, order just the way the montages are sped up and uh-huh. and i just that it just, whole it style pulled, it pulled me right back just to the heart of the 80s and that was that was great oh very cool all right, guys. Well, before we look at the black heart of the 80s, let's uh, go to our Facebook group, uh, and you can join us there. We usually will say, hey, we're going to be reviewing this movie. What are your memories? And would love to hear your thoughts for to add to this conversation. So uh, only a few this time. Oh, and you can go to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash group to, to find a link to the Facebook group. Anyway. Uh, Christy Ruiz, who you've heard many times on this show, my wife, she said... This is my first time listening. Good point. If you go back and re-listen to more episodes, because you just love this one so much, (laughs) um, you will hear her many times. Uh, She says, ha, 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 ha. I can't wait to watch this with you. Speaking me, watching with me. Um, I remember 
finding it very amusing, and I think my dad liked it too. I think I've seen it. I think I've seen most of it at least a couple times when it was on TV. And then Deb Powers, who is Paul's mom, who you can also hear on the podcast if you re-listen to old episodes, um, she says, uh, "Steve Gutenberg again, ha 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 ha," because <laughs> recently we reviewed Short Circuit on episode sixty-one. Yeah, sixty-one of the podcast. Uh, so, and he was, of course, the lead in that. All right, guys, time to get to it. What made us cry in Three Men and a Baby? Let's start with Paul. Uh, this is a very minor note, um, and I know... Uh... Okay, that too. <laughs> it's. I felt that even though it was PG, this is such a family oriented and can be family fun movie mm-hmm. if, if it weren't for the language i thought it could have easily been g um not just bleeped but used other words in fact oh that, yeah. Yeah. yeah so it seemed unnecessary and i thought you know even like you could you could invite this movie could have been like hey and, and you know bring the five-year-olds along um if it weren't for that you, which you, go ahead i was gonna say well Nate, do you have any opinions about that? No, I totally agree. I mean, this was the time in the 80s when you'd be watching like a PG movie and they would just like slip an F-bomb in there. Mm-hmm. And you're like, whoa, I got <laughs> yeah. grandma sitting right next to me in the theater. <laughs> like, you know, it's just, you're, you're, you're thinking it would be like a safe place. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. But um, no, I, yeah, it's, it's. I think it was totally unnecessary, and that's that's one of the many reasons I like the second one better. Because at least in the second one, they knew that they shouldn't be kissing or kissing. What? That they shouldn't be. <laughs> well, no, that that too. That they shouldn't have they shouldn't have women over in the second one, and they shouldn't be using profanity because they have an older they have an mm-hmm. older child, and so anytime they yeah. use language in the second one, it's almost like as a is a joke. It, ha- it serves a purpose in mm-hmm. the second yeah. one, and this one, it, you're, it, Paul's totally right. It seemed just so like they're just like, oh, we got to at least slip this many in there. So just, just, just throw it in there. Like I don't know. It just seemed kind of pointless. I, I so, agree. so maybe I'm I'm misremembering, but it. I, I would agree. I mean, I don't prefer a lot of cussing in the movies I watch, um, and it really bothers me when I love so much of a movie. But there's a lot of like f bombs or cussing. It's like, uh, the gray. Yeah. I'm looking at you, the gray. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> back to can I speak baby. to that real quick? Sure. It, uh, the language didn't offend me, but it just seemed out of place for yeah, yeah. a family film. Okay. You know what well, I mean? Here's, here's where I'm going. Okay, so here's go ahead. I think it was to just make a, a starker contrast. In their growth, uh, because I noticed it much a lot in the beginning, and I don't yeah. really remember it at the end at all. I remember it f- pretty much fading out toward then being any profanity. And I think mm. I feel like they even without like without um, speaking directly to it, I think they were even like using a lot more like saying I don't think they said things like potty, but like they would say doodle instead of the S word, which they said previously. Oh, yeah. And yeah. and I think I think that's just an understated understated 
way of showing their transition into being softer that's a, that's characters. Yeah, um, I can see that. I can see that. But I think, I think, yeah, it's 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 not necessary as adults. Come on, guys, we don't need to cuss. <laughs> Let's just use words like crap and poop and explosive crap. vomit. You know. Ew! I was walking by this puddle of vomit where a kid threw up, and it just exploded. <laughs> Very rare occurrence. Very. Talk about your hurt lockers. Uh. <laughs> um. Wow. Derailed. Uh, Nate, what is something you did not like about this movie? Um. This is something that I didn't mind again before we had kids. The baby crying was like nails on a chalkboard. Oh. And when they first when they first get the baby, I swear that baby lot. cries yeah. for like five straight minutes and I was Ugh. about ready to crawl yeah. out of my skin. <laughs> I was just like, shut that baby. <laughs> Well, I mean, and my wife, my wife was actually yelling at the TV, pick the baby up, pick the baby up. <laughs> Gosh. Steve Goob, yeah. yeah. Michael, Michael has no idea what to do with it. Cause he's the only, he's, he's just left in charge of, of the screaming baby. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I, also the way he handled the way he just handled the baby when he first had her and she's screaming her head off. I mean, I don't know. I I would just think naturally, like your instinct is just to kind of okay. I'm gonna try and pick up the baby and comfort the baby. Yeah, exactly. But he starts going into the, like this. It's almost kind of like they just rolled the camera and he just kind of tried to ad lib, mm. just kind of some kooky zany stuff. But it actually got me upset. Like <laughs> it's like it's like you idiot. Just pick up the baby. That's all she. Yeah. That's all she wants. Yeah. And she's like he's like he's like oh, no 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 and he's like he's like yelling and doing all these weird things. It's like. Really, <laughs> common sense, man. Well, well, Paul, would that be common sense to you? I'm curious. Would you? Do you think you would act in a similar way, or would you like hold the baby close, or, or like? Yeah, I, well, you certainly you do? don't entertain it. That's one of the things. They're like entertain the baby. And it's like you don't entertain a baby. Yeah. Like make, you know. But these, I think it was to show how clueless they sure, were. Sure, but, mm-hmm. I mean, the whole Steve Gutenberg entertained a baby went on and on yeah, and on. And annoying. it was like, yeah, yeah. It did go on a little long, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's weird. They use, it's, they set up that puppet thing in the beginning when he has that girl in his room. Yeah. And then they, oh, that they, was creepy. They just, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. That's, yeah. That well, yeah. So creepy. Cool cat. That is. But then they pay it off with this and it's like, there, there's no, there's no, nothing funny in that. It's, it is like just a, <laughs> I think a, a misstep, but anyway. right. Um, yeah, I, it was not enjoyable listening to that baby cry, especially when it's like, obviously do this and it'll stop. Um, but Regardless, uh, let's go back to Paul. What was something else you don't like about? Actually, the film? just like my likes, I have very few dislikes. I only have one tragic maker on this. Well, then, what? well, I hope you only have one tragic maker. <laughs> well, I only have one more left. This movie tragic. was so bad. I have five tragic makers. Um, it, it made a doodle. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, well I'll, I'll take it away then. I thought going back. Not so much the language, but I thought it was really off-putting for me in the beginning. Just how loose everyone seems to be, and I'll just leave well, leave it at that. That's term. life. 
apparently in the eighties it was, but I guess it, well, it even now to well. some yeah, people, good and, and, and yeah. even then, but that's not true for everyone now or yeah. then. Uh, for me, it's <laughs> so just they like, were setting up these characters. That's who they are like. Yeah, you know, and <laughs> it'd, be, it'd yeah. be a it'd be a good four or five years before the AIDS virus really is highlighted with the yeah, health and safety. Yeah, that's board. a good and yeah, so, I'm, I'm 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 that's so. like going in my mind throughout this that first sickness. <laughs> I'm like. Oh yeah, we just you know we see other people, whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, let's kiss. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, everybody is everybody CDC, is very very down here. Everybody is definitely living the bachelor life. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, but yeah, is I, I don't know. It's just I think my upbringing is it was off putting to me. I it's like I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but again, I think that helps just exemplify. How their their growth later, so I, I understand sure. why it's there. Yeah, um, Nate, go back to you. Um, <laughs> my wife pointed this out, and I was like, "Oh yeah!" It was like anytime they try to put kids or babies to bed at, at, in movies, mm-hmm. they for some reason every light in the room oh, is on. Yes, every I light had in this the room too. is on, yes. and then they're like they're like singing to it, and the baby's just not like nodding off, and it, it's just it's like that is so. Hollywood. <laughs> that is so Hollywood. Like, no, they never ever just flip off a light so it's either, you know, pitch black or mm-hmm. before they close the door. It's like they just say good night and there's like you can count like five lights in the room just baking hot lights on, on the crib and you're like, really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> that that definitely took me out of the movie too. It's like that's not so, how it works that, at all. That was that was just another parental gripe, I guess. Yeah. I, I think a lot of <laughs> a lot of my mm-hmm. experience just bled right into yep. this movie, and I was like, exactly, Grr. exactly. Yep. Um, something else, and I'm curious, Paul. You've you've spoken to something like this in a previous episode. I, oh, I think mm. it was Romancing the Stone. Okay, retrorewindpodcast.com/slash. I want to say thirty-two. But don't Google hold me it. to that. No, it's not Dude, 32. That's, a, that's Cool Runnings. That's 30, impressive that you have them memorized, man. 33 or 34, maybe? Anyway. Google it, Francisco, like everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, while I'm doing that, I so I didn't understand why they didn't just tell the detective what was going on right away. Because they thought they would be in... Involved, like, oh yeah, you don't know that you're holding drugs, baloney. Oh no, it's not me; it's my friend. I, I'm holding it for a friend. You I, know how many times that's been overused. So of course, don't believe them. Well, I I don't know it, it, because there's. I, I'm not with you on this one because that's. But they just, have no prior records, as far as we know. I mean, the movie doesn't allude to anything like that, and so it seems like they're mostly upstanding. They seem affluent. I don't know. There's there's not a lot of. I think they didn't want to get Ted Danson's character. Ted Danza, Danson. Anyway, <laughs> Tony his Danza. character. Tony Danza. There we go. Who's the boss of here? <laughs> I don't think they didn't want him to get in trouble because I think they they thought he knew about it, like he was in it. So they didn't want to rat him out. Hmm. So they didn't hmm. want to go to the authorities with it. So they kept it all. Like, so they're they're covering for their friend, but I mean, exactly their friend. He didn't know what it was either. Though I guess it, well, it, that was too yeah, late by then because yeah, he hadn't come back yet. Anyway, yes, it is retrorewindpodcast.com dot slash thirty three for romancing the stone, where Paul says, "If you kidnap me, if I get kidnapped, Vary, please call the police." 
Yes, yes. That's a different story. If the baby, if they had taken the baby, like uh, when, okay, when they got the house and were like, yes, I would report a break-in. Okay, yeah, you know yeah. mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah, I, okay. I wouldn't okay. say, "Hey, they took the heroin." <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right. Uh, did you have any more things you didn't like, Nate, before your tragic maker? The one thing that just kind of irritated me was when they when they brought the baby to the exchange with the bad guys. That just kind of ticked me off. It's like, okay. just hi- hire a babysitter for crying out loud. <laughs> like, why, why bring her? Oh, oh, why, you mean at why, the end? Well, yeah. when they when they went to do whatever, they had to meet the guys, I think it was in the high rise or yeah, something. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. In the construction the, the place, yeah. And, yeah, the construction place. And, yeah. And then I was, I was like, oh, okay, they probably, who knows, left the baby with... Jack's mom or, or, or that, somebody that uh, neighbor girl that yeah or the, yeah, yeah the neighbor, just somebody who could like babysit and so the baby wasn't literally like fifty feet away from harm but yeah. I don't know that's I thought that, that was, was a bit just, ridiculous <laughs> I was like yeah, okay new let's just yeah <laughs> apparently yeah that's true yeah apparently very new yeah yeah so no anyway that that was just that was just a, a little gripe mm-hmm. um, my last thing that I didn't like before what I hated most was I thought the movie ended in too neat of a bow. I, I mm. felt like it was just wrapped up in a nice little package. Yeah. Um, yeah. With, oh, yeah, move in. Oh, no, you too. It's like, oh, all right, I guess. But again, Hollywood. Yeah. Because uh, they want to leave you feeling good. I, yeah. I, I mean, I suppose. I, I, You know what? I actually, so I remembered the whole construction site getting rid of the bad guys as the end of the movie and then it kept going i'm like oh there's more to this I, yeah yeah i so, thought that was the same thing and mm-hmm. then it was like oh shoot there's like another half an hour or yeah something, exactly 20 minutes, yeah. um but let's go into the things we liked least about this movie uh paul what is your tragic maker for three men and a baby these guys i don't like <laughs> they're not funny guys no they are fun guys but i wouldn't say they're all a hundred percent likable and meaning that there are like, there are likable moments, but there, there are definitely unlikable moments oh, and it okay. was so frustrating. It's huh. kind of like when Steve Gutenberg at the beginning, he's kind of like the, the old ladies there when they, the first time uh-huh. and she's like oh i can help change it and he's like no i got it yeah and it's like let her help yeah. you what yeah. that? it was the, them trying to do everything by themselves without any help no 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 i got this you know and yeah. they don't know what they're doing it yeah. just <laughs> that frustrated me watching that and experiencing that it's just uh though at the same time when when peter tom suck had rebecca come in from her day just to like take care of the baby i thought that was really I guess I'll say wimpy. I thought it was like, what? That's a little, that's overboard. That's way too extreme. Hey, just take care of this baby now so I can go do my thing. I thought that was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, seriously. It's all or nothing, yeah. I, yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, I, I'd agree with you that that was odd um, and not, not, not good form. Uh, Nate, what was your tragic maker? <laughs> well, mine uh, is pretty much what your last. Um, gripe was oh really and i was just gonna <laughs> what, man tied it up I, too neatly I in a bow i could not agree more i wrote down well didn't that just wrap up in a nice tidy <laughs> little package that's literally what i wrote on the paper because that's that awesome. ending that ending ticked me off so bad it was the quickest really? resolution in comedy history for the type of yeah i think conflict that was presented yeah like it it ticked me off um 
the actress's name. I'm, why am I drawing a blank? Who the married an axe murderer? Sil- yeah. Char- that, yeah. That char- the character Sylvia. <laughs> yes. Um, I just thought she was so like she just came back and this is literally a quote from her. I hope I didn't cause too much trouble. Yeah, Nancy what? Travis. What? Are you kidding me? You dropped a baby yeah. off. In, uh, with well, these what three, else is she supposed to say? Three. She's trying to help make amends. She's trying no, to say. I just thought. I'm sorry. Okay, I know. I just thought that they were so. It's one thing to be forgiving. Like, that's awesome. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's what we're supposed to be. Yeah, and, yeah. You know? But I think, like, just kind of the way what she did was completely just glossed over i think i think there should have been maybe just a couple extra minutes of the movie i wouldn't have minded if somebody just said hey you know what you did was kind of messed up mm-hmm. and, and, and like well, i think end, she already felt that way well then she no. should have said i'm sorry i caused you so much trouble not i just don't, i hope i, I don't, didn't cause you trouble i just don't think there was I think enough she's more embarrassed i don't think there was enough apology on her side and i think there was just oh, too much she like, didn't get her come up and say francisco <laughs> no no that's not <laughs> what well it, like at the end when they're just like like as far as wrapping it up in a nice you know, little bow. They're just like talking about the, all this stuff rapid fire. Just like, well, I don't. Ha- I was gonna go stay with my parents. Oh, I don't really want to. Why don't you live here? I'll build you a new room. I mean, that literally happened yeah. within the course of like Ugh. one minute. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, <laughs> I don't know. I just don't feel like. I don't feel like they were kind of. I, I mean, yes, it's a comedy, and it's an mm-hmm. '80s comedy, and so. I guess I shouldn't be surprised by the ending at all. But for me, if I was them, I'd be like, why – what makes uh, – how can you assure us that you're not just going to ditch again when things get too hard? Like, yeah. I'm not oh, expecting them to have that that's serious. part of the plot of the second, right? <laughs> no, well, uh, I she, don't know. Well, she, she's with Mary permanently in the second one. So, I mean, yeah. there, there was never the fear of her leaving the baby. Maybe leave, – yeah, leaving the country. Yeah, I guess there's a different type of um, – concern but i don't know i just thought it wrapped up way too fast it's almost like the producers are like oh shoot we're we're going for an hour and a half and uh we got we got three minutes left make it happen (laughs) i just and then you know the end they're hand in hand and they're 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 going on a four-person stroller walk and and just the whole thing was like it was 80s cheese and Mm -hmm. all right fine if you want to end the movie that way that's fine it just ended so abruptly i think yeah you can blame it on the French, you know, and <laughs> it was That's true. That's I, true. I almost wonder if it would have been more effective if they had left it like her coming back, like they see her at the doorstep. So I guess you could call this a retro, re- retro, re, 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 ride. Where Francisco tells you how the movie should have gone. Also known nice. as Francisco's fabulous fan fiction. It's fabulous. Um, so at the end of the movie, she comes back. They see her at the apartment. They have her come in, um, maybe she stays the night, they wake up, and they talk about, okay, so what are we going to do? Um, because you don't want to leave, we don't want to see Mary leave. And right. maybe they, they say, why didn't you, just something to the effect of, you know what, why don't you stay for, for a few weeks until you sort of can adjust, and let's, let's see what, maybe we can figure something out. And maybe just leave it at that. And then end the movie with, like, you know, a, a text on screen. You know what? They ended up being together forever. I don't know. Something that may, may lead, dovetail well into a sequel. But, I mean, that wasn't uncommon in movies back then that I can sure. remember. And I think that, that allows for time with 
both wrapping up the movie quickly and also allows for, oh, there's probably a span of time where things got yeah. resolved. No, I, I, so, I take that. I take that. All right. There I'll we go. do you one better. Okay, Paul. Paul's found um, She fiction. gets on the plane, and the men are sad, and they go back home, but they leave, and you show them getting more serious. Like Tom Selleck is like, hey, with his girlfriend, maybe we should get more serious and have a kid of our own. Mm. And everyone's more, they still have that arc, they still have that maturity, oh, but oh, life yeah, goes yeah. on. Everyone the sequel is through. when they go back to, when England, you know, they you know go to I mean? England. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice. And so, anyway. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like yeah, that even better. Yeah. Well done, Paul. Nice. All right. So, uh, Leonard Nimoy, when you come back to life, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Too soon? Too soon? <laughs> Sorry, I think they uh, blasted his casket out in space. Already. No, doesn't like Kirk go, they search for Spock and they, yeah. he comes back, right? And then yeah. they, they save the planet with the whales. RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 12. It's obvious. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so we need to go back to the year 1987 and pick him up in San Francisco. Okay. We, we Wait, got, that's we when this. this movie came out. Whoa. <laughs> Mind blown. Coincidence? I think not. Did that actually come out, that movie? Did they go back to 1987? I forget. I don't Star Trek IV. It was about Boy that Trump. time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, wow. Okay. That would be cool <laughs> if it was. Anyway, so uh, did I do my Tragic Maker? I don't think I did. I don't think so. Oh, no, I didn't. Um, so my tragic maker for this movie was Steve Gutenberg losing his balance in the freaking vent. What the heck? <laughs> that was so contrived. Everything was going perfectly. Oh, I lost my balance. Oh, <laughs> it happens. Conveniently yeah. in a movie when peril is right at your doorstep. Yeah. And it conveniently wraps up in three minutes too. Okay. What do you expect? <laughs> Touche, Paul. <laughs> I just felt like there was a guy on the set of that movie throughout the entire production that they would just look over, and he was like one of the ones responsible for funding, and he would just kind of give the wrap it up sort of <laughs> fingers or something. <laughs> so they would just do an immediate rewrite, and there we go. Yep. We're on to the next scene. Maybe. <laughs> wrap it up. Uh, and speaking of wrap it up, we've uh, entered all our uh, firing equations into the targeting computer. Alice, do you have a firing solution for us? Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready. On your mark. So this is where we rate uh, the movie classic. We would recommend it to anyone, whether they've seen it before or not. A nostalgic, we would only recommend Three Men and a Baby to people who have seen it before, whether as kids or young adults, or maybe babies. Um, or a tragic, we would not recommend this movie to anyone. Just leave it in the past, move on. Uh, so, we, as we like to do, let's start with our guest, Nate. How do you rate Three Men and a Baby? Uh, I definitely had to rate it as nostalgic. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I think uh, it was entertaining to watch again. Mm -hmm. uh, and you know, brought back some cool memories and 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 definitely some the whole '80s feel. I uh, I always enjoy revisiting that. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, I just don't think I could. I just don't think I could recommend it, especially 
to my kids, like when they grow up mm-hmm. for, you know, for them to, to take a while. I mean, I, I guess I could say, Hey, if you become a, you know, if you become a parent, yeah, check it out. Cause you might appreciate or be able to relate to some of this stuff. Uh, but, uh, I don't know. I just, I, I, I don't think I ever need to watch it again. Okay. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of how I rate it. You know, is, is it a classic? I couldn't, I don't need to watch it again. So no, that's, that makes total sense. All right. Thank you, Nate. Paul, let's go to you. How do you rate Three Men and a Baby? I agree. You don't need to see it if you haven't seen it. <laughs> like it's hard to recommend have? to today's audiences. Um, but audiences? Is, uh, audiences? Oh, oh. What did I think? I heard audiences. Like <laughs> so, people who are haughty and too uh, refined for this movie. Wow. Um, for the '80s cheese doesn't age well. <laughs> okay. Um, no. Uh, yeah, but it is fun. Yeah, if you have seen it, it's definitely it, you shouldn't totally dismiss it as oh that that was a horrible movie because it's not. Um, it you know it, it made a lot of money for a good reason back then. But uh, as far as today's audiences, if you haven't seen it, you're not missing that much. So you never said specifically though you're talking so would you rate it nostalgic or tragic nostalgic okay nostalgic all right so nostalgic from nate and paul you know what guys i was close to nostalgic but i enjoyed this movie (laughs) enough (laughs) and thought it was fun enough that i'd say it's a classic especially if you're a parent i'd say this this that that makes a big difference i felt um yeah so maybe it would me too i don't know yeah maybe and so that could be the tide that turns the tide baby's diaper. um <laughs> okay uh so yeah I, I would recommend you watch this movie again or watch it for the first time especially if you're a parent i i could see if you're not a parent mm-hmm. you, you may you may think francisco i don't know what you see in this movie but <laughs> um <laughs> but i enjoyed it and i would I would watch it with my daughter, probably a little older because of the cursing, or if we could find like a TV version of it or something. I wish, I wish studios would release TV versions of their movies or have yeah, that be an, an audio unrated option. R, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yes, the red R version is where they actually show making Mary in this one. Um, oh, there's something about Mary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, wow. There's a, there's yes, a folks. Talk, talk about not needed. Um, he went there. Apparently, <laughs> I don't know why I did. Uh, it was an easy grab. Apparently. Uh, all right, guys. So, according to the Retro Rewind podcast, we rate Three Men and a Baby, a disputed nostalgic movie. So, uh, watch it again if you haven't seen it in a long time. You might find it fun, uh, especially if you've had kids since you last watched it. Um, otherwise, just, you know, no need to see it if you've never seen it before. Moving on, Alice, will you please bring us back to our own time and engage NewTube? NewTube systems engaged. What is new on our tube, whether it be contemporary books, movies, TV shows, what have you? Let's start with Nate. Well, I was fortunate enough to be able to go to the movies, I think it was twice in three days, which for me is... Go to the talkies? 
uh, go to the talkies, go to the talking pictures. Um, <laughs> no, it's, I mean, we never, we never are able to usually get out of the house for, you know, a movie or a, a date. Mm-hmm. But, um, that sounds awesome. Uh, we, my wife and I went to go see age of Adeline. Oh yeah. Which, uh, oh, my wife yeah, yeah, saw yeah. That. that's well, go ahead. Green go Lantern's ahead. wife. The Green, what? the Green Lantern. Oh yeah, that, she is married to Ryan Reynolds, isn't she? Y- yeah. Oh, um, okay. and she's in the movie The Green Lantern. That's where is she? I, yeah. I, you know, I've I've never seen that movie. So yeah. All right. Anyway. Anywho, um, so yeah, it was it was one of those things where we had gone out to see enough, you know, guy action flicks, oh, yeah. streak, <laughs> streak of them going. So it was only fair when she says, "I really want to see it." I was like, okay, I'll take you to Age of Adeline. So mm-hmm. I was expecting just kind of like a kind of standard chick flick you know fair yeah. sort of thing but um but it was a very enjoyable movie oh, it cool. was it was really good mm-hmm. like and um it was de- definitely something i would watch again um and you know i'm not i'm not going to spoil anything with the plot i don't know if everybody knows what the premise is but it's basically a woman who physically stops aging mm-hmm. at a certain point in her life and then she just keeps on living she keeps on going um she and, becomes a uh, trucker, right? She becomes <laughs> trucker. She keeps long on distance. trucking. No. <laughs> Bad joke. Uh, anyway, not, um, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> no, she. Uh, it's like all the time periods, and um, and uh, it's 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 great. Harrison Ford's in it, and he does a great. Like lately, some of the Harrison Ford films he's in, it's like okay, you're phoning it in, dude. Yeah, um, yeah. But, but this one. This one, he doesn't. It, he was. He, it was like it was almost like he was back to his to himself. I don't oh, know yeah. if like working on Star Wars has got him like pumped to mm. just just kind of be alive again. Uh-huh. But, but or that plane to, crash, <laughs> or yeah, <laughs> surviving a plane crash. But um, but he did he did an exceptional job in this, and I would recommend it to anybody who wants a good date night or just 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 watching it. It's just great. It's it's a really good movie. Very cool. Have you seen that, Paul? Yeah, would you mind if I throw up a different opinion about the movie? Go ahead. Go right ahead. Okay. Um, I thought it was good. I I wouldn't say it was great. Um, Mm -hmm. As a baseline, what's a great movie, Paul? Um, in this Star Wars. <laughs> oh, in this, in the, it's hard to say. Chairman one of, of the, the reasons. Board. <laughs> okay, one of the, my bit, my my biggest thing that I I have against it. I, I can't a talk great, a lot about it without spoiling it. Right. <laughs> they did a great job of showing a woman through the ages being sophisticated and being knowledgeable. That is true. Know? They did a great job with that. Yeah. But I felt the person that she, one of the people that she fell in love with along mm-hmm. the way I thought you know I didn't feel she was he was good enough for her as far as for a sophisticated woman as she was mm. so I, I the whole love thing there I, it was hard for me to like really root for them but I will say the person that they they hired to play young Harrison Ford thank you did thank an you. amazing job my wife and I looked at each other and were like, "Does he have like a son that nobody knows about?" Because the <laughs> dude, the dude was Harrison Ford. It was and the just, voice was they insane. had, whoever oh did my, the, oh my gosh, it was it was incredible. Yeah, yeah. wow, that so sounds that, really cool. I, I think I want to see if they if they did a reboot of the Indiana Jones series and they they made like they a prequel him? to everything and oh, they yeah. hired him, I'd be all on board. Like that, yeah. it was awesome. Very cool. All right, Age of Adeline. 
Go see it. So. Paul, what yes? ages you? Uh, speaking of going to the talking pictures, <laughs> <laughs> I went uh, amongst the many people who went out and saw uh, Age of Ultron for uh, Avengers 2 and helped Disney fatten their purse <laughs> there. And because <laughs> I saw it in IMAX 3D. Wow. Um, uh, I, I, my simple review is, is I liked it a lot. Um, I was, I'm a big fan of the first one. I thought the first one was amazing. Mm-hmm. One of the best films out there. Agreed. Uh, but it, I, for me, it wasn't as good as the first. And I know I've talked to other people who saw it and they thought it was better than the first, mm-hmm. but for me, it wasn't as good. Um, I'm trying not to spoil too much here. Sure. But um, tell me this, Paul. Yes. Who who composed the music? Was it Alan Silvestri again, or was it someone else? I want to say Danny Elfman. Yeah, it, is, it was Danny wrong. Elfman. Really? Oh, it's wow. Danny Elfman huh. this time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And um, respectable. So, yeah, yeah. But I have a weird feeling like if Avengers One never came out, I wouldn't have as much of a gripe against this. Oh, because okay. that's what I'm comparing it to. Yeah. It's almost like it set the bar too high. It, almost. The first one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was good. It was good. Okay. Um, in my opinion, it's very good. Check it out, especially on the big screen. It's a lot of fun. Cool. Um, one of the things that did surprise me is uh, the trailers at the beginning. Um, because I saw it on IMAX 3D, they showed several 3D trailers. Mm-hmm. And you know, like Jurassic World and a couple other ones. And mm-hmm. they played the Star Wars one, you know, that's uh-huh. on the internet now. Yeah. And that was in 3D. And the 3D in that looked amazing, like oh, really? better than the other ones. And I and I usually don't like to see 3D movies like Avengers. The only reason why I saw this one in 3D is because I went with some coworkers who, um. were, who were a bunch of guys. So let's do IMAX 3D. I'm like, okay, fine. Um, usually I save it for 3D animated movies like Pixar mm-hmm. or, you know, mm-hmm. Despicable Me, those kind. Because I think the 3D is a little more calibrated just right. Sure. Anyway, but the Star Wars one looked really good in the oh, trailer cool. for the 3D. Pres- and I, I told my wife, I'm definitely going to have to see this in IMAX 3D when it comes out. Nice. So I'm looking forward to that. Very cool. Yeah. So, Francisco. So, Paul. Have you seen any of these moving pictures lately? <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't gone to see them. So they, you say they sync up the sound with the actual film? I don't know. Madness. I, I think it's a. I think it's a trick they play uh, on your mind with the the hocus pocus and the hypnotism. Ah, well, I gotta check this out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry. That's totally Speaking weird. of like old timey voices, um, do you guys so? Well, you never really said it, Paul. Oh, that's fine. What's new on my team? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for a good transition. I was like, all right, you don't uh, have to, I don't yeah. have to ask this time. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but well, it kind of, anyway, uh, I don't know if you guys enjoy listening to radio dramas or have ever liked listening to radio dramas. I actually have found a love for them that since I think it sort of coincides with me being so into listening to podcasts that I, 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 I've listened to ones like the thrilling adventure hour is a fun one. They have lots of different 
sort of sub shows within that broader show. So that's a good one. But um, I've all, I also like listening. I, I don't so much like listening to audio books, the few that I have heard, which is weird. But I think so I found one recently that is actually like a dramatized audiobook. Like they have one person reading it, but they add music and sound effects. And I think that Star Wars ones are like that. I recommend those. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, this one is called Spirit Blade, the novel. And Spirit Blade is... novel. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It it, it actually, it started out as a novel, but it has since become um, two, and there's a third one coming out, full cast audio dramas, so different people speaking all the parts and, again, sound effects and music, but that, that you have to pay for because it's an, a full, full done audio drama. But they actually have the novel for free. It's 12 chapters or 12 episodes. And I had heard about Spirit Blade a long time ago. A guy named Peter Franson um, makes it. And I, you know what? You, I went to the site long ago, and they had the, the sort of audio trailer going for it. And it just sounded like cheesy yeah. Christian sci-fi. I was, I was like, eh, I'll pass on this. Um, and for whatever reason, I decided, you know what? Uh, let me go back, see if maybe they've released the audio drama for free, and I can just check it out. And they haven't. They still, you still have to buy that. But they have the novel, which is really well done, and for free as a podcast. So I listened to that, and like, wow, I really like this. This is good. Um, Almost it, makes you want to pay for the real thing. It actually does because it's only the first part, essentially, and then there's oh, a continuation okay. uh, that's out, and then Find the out. end trilogy is is coming. Um, so, And the guy that does it has his own podcast, uh, which I've started listening to, and he's really not... I mean, he sounds really nice, and I've had a little bit of social media interaction with him. Anyway. So. Ooh, lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Talking so, to the famous, rubbing elbows. <laughs> so I recommend Spirit Play the novel, and we'll have a link to that, to Age of Ultron, and to Age of Adeline on our site at retrorewindpodcast.com slash 63. All right, guys. Thanks for those new tubes. Alice, will you please bring up the communication satellites? Comsat Online. Receiving incoming transmission. So we actually have a good bit of feedback, which is awesome. And a lot of it pertains to our last episode, uh, RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 62 for Land Before Time. We finally had a good episode. I don't know if it was that. Is more like people not making <laughs> their comments for the it episode. It only took 62 tries. <laughs> All right. Anyway. That's the, num- that's the numbers to hit. One out yeah. of every 62. Episode yeah. 124 is going to be stellar. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's only going to be feedback. It's amazing. Um, so, uh, longtime listener, friend of the show, Ryan R. Jackson says, All right. Sweet. I can't believe I forgot to comment been preoccupied lately yes congratulations on your new uh your new the baby jackson right five. the jackson five yeah um i have a cool memory of this movie when it came out in in good old vhs oh, my yeah. my family rented it and watched it together being that young 
I was moved by Littlefoot's mom dying from a um, <laughs> from emoticon. Oh, it must have been a copy and paste. <laughs> An emoticon killed her. <laughs> From dying. I thought we were talking about three men and a baby, and I'm like, the mom died? (laughs) (laughs) So let me read that again. Ryan said, I was moved by Littlefoot's mom dying, and it was a sad face. Um, And he can't wait to listen. So I hope uh, if you listen, Ryan, if you listen to it by now, hope you enjoyed the episode. Yeah, don't listen out of order. (laughs) (laughs) This won't make sense. (laughs) Um, Then... uh, Carlene Cooper Painter said, I just introduced this to my girls a few days ago. They loved it as much as I did as a kid. Brought back so many memories of our worn-out VHS. So apparently a lot of people watch this on VHS, as did I. Um, Then Becky Williams said, yep, yep, yep. And uh, Chris Cowan from the Pop Mockers podcast. Hey, we got someone else from Pop Mockers here. (laughs) What a coinky dink. He just couldn't stay out of the episode. Could he? <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just had to make an appearance. Um, he said, "A uh, little known fact: the tree star was the ancestor of marijuana." So, thanks for that, Chris. Thanks for <laughs> selling the Retro Rewind podcast with your drug references. Hey, it's legal now in oh some my states. Gosh, yeah. Well, you don't have to tell Cowan that. <laughs> <wait what? laughs> Um, so thank you so much, uh, Ryan and Carlene Be- and Becky and Chris for commenting on Facebook. Then on Twitter, a uh, longtime listener, uh, Rachel Wunsch tweeted us, listen to at Retro Rewind podcast episode, uh, Twister and surprised that the obvious Texas highway signs in the movie set in Oklahoma did not make the tragic maker. That Ooh. is an excellent point. I don't know if it's I didn't necessarily- notice it tragic worthy but um yeah i didn't notice it either but that's that's ridiculous that it's in oklahoma and maybe it blew all the way from texas i mean i suppose what's tragic is the number of times she's probably had to watch the movie to actually (laughs) observe that for the first time could have been the first time that's true because she she's a she's at least according to her handle, she's from Texas. So oh, I, there you go. she probably can pick that out a bit easier. It's Very sensitive to it. That makes sense. Oklahoma's right above it. Like, it's right right next door. It could have easily... Uh, never mind. Keep <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, thank you so much, Rachel, for uh, your comment. And also thank you to Rob uh, for all your favoriting and retweeting us on Twitter. With that, let's tell everyone... Actually, I'm going to change it up a bit. Uh, you can contact me, Francisco Ruiz, on Twitter. I'm at FX Ruiz. Well, don't you, tell everyone. You can contact Paul by going to his website, pauljpowers.com. And Nate, how can, we get in, how can people get in touch with you if they're so inclined? <laughs> if they are so inclined, um, you can find contact information for me uh, at uh, breakroomstudios.com. That's the... Uh, creative team that i am with and uh or popmockers.com the podcast that i do on a fairly r- regular basis um you guys have almost caught up with us in episodes i i yeah i guess so shoot <laughs> <laughs> it only took us three years on that one so yeah. well you'll you'll surpass us soon since you're pretty much weekly so that's anyway. true yeah <laughs> yeah so that's that's how they can reach me very cool and did you have yeah. anything you'd like to promote other than pop mockers or uh i just started a fiverr 
account. What's that? Fiverr is uh Does it go a, west? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, Fiverr go west. Yes, it's a new it's a new oh, oh, I get it. <laughs> Uh, yes, Don Bluth. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's a, it's a website where you um, you basically can offer uh, some sort of creative uh, service uh, for five dollars for anybody that wants. And there's all sorts of things you can uh, you can request like a song be sung or or a piece of art made or, or a cartoon drawn. In my case, it's uh, voiceovers. I'm doing voiceover work. Um, you're gonna and, be awesome uh, at that. Oh, thanks. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm following in the footsteps of uh, my buddy Chris Cowan, who's been on Fiverr for a little over a year, and he uh, he's man, he's doing he's doing really well at it. He's, he's cleaning made it up. Ten bucks. He's he's he's, <laughs> he's he's made twenty whole dollars. Um, but uh, no, I'm just. I, it's fun, and I enjoy doing voices and narration and and announcing and stuff like that so i'm i think i just want to have some fun with it and see where it goes so sweet so that's yeah that's fiverr f-i-v-e-r-r dot com and uh, i'm under username nate henderson so cool yeah and we'll keep we'll have a link to that excuse me in the in the show notes so check it out there so can i make like a youtube video of me just going ah and people can pay me to stop (laughs) <laughs> I think people would just pay you for that annoying video if they were so inclined. So exactly. Oh, yeah. there we go. There you go. Because I was about to say they could just uh, browse somewhere else if they want I me to stop. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> no, this isn't like ending a hunger strike or anything. This is like, oh. <laughs> or an annoying strike or whatever you want to call it. They they yes. pay you for a service or product. So there you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, so thank you, Nate, so much for being on the show. Thank you, It was you awesome to have you back. It was so much fun. Awesome. And, Paul, thank you, as always, for being on the show. You're being welcome. Being an awesome co-host. Interrupting. <laughs> Interrupting. Uh, thank you to our patrons once again for supporting the show, keeping us flying, um, or actually rewinding. Keeping us rewinding. Um, <laughs> And thank you to everyone who listens to our show, whether you're a new listener or an old listener, whether you're listening to it on the way to work, working out, or just laying on the ground. We appreciate all of you. Thank you if you've subscribed to the show, if you left us a review. We we appreciate all of you because it's so awesome to have people to share these awesome old movies and games with. And Paul, why don't you share what movie or game we're going to be doing next time? Why, absolutely. No, you. (laughs) That's right. We have not come up with the game or movie. Actually, we're going to cover a game next time. So hopefully we'll be getting my uh, brother Kitos back. Um, But we have not figured out what it is. Uh, So we will let you know, or I will edit in what it is. It's a mystery By the time we get there. Exactly. Mystery date. Uh, But a few uh, show announcements. Announcements, 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 announcements. Uh, pretty much just one. So the day, the last day you have to vote on the next five movies we do for the Retro Rewind podcast, which will end up. up starring on episode 65. We'll start this. Up. will be May 25th. Monday, um, Monday, Monday. Sure. Um, so get your votes in. Uh, We've had a lot of change up since the last time we announced like the 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 possible next five. So if voting were to close today, 
Dream in a little lady. It's not even five. on the list, but it's there. <sighs> Master Interrupter, let me finish. The next five oh. movies we would do would be Can't Hardly Wait, A League right. of Their Own, Encino Man, nice. a goofy movie. Oh. And E.T. the extra E.T., yes. <laughs> Keep that up. It could go down. It's number five. But there's still plenty of time to vote. And obviously, things can change. I mean, Groundhog's Day has been moved down. Armageddon was moved down. So, yeah. guys, keep keep voting. Keep E.T. Sure. up. Picking the movies you want us to cover because we love doing we we love that we get to do the movies you want to hear about, um, mm. not just what Paul wants, and not just what Paul wants exactly. <laughs> um, so yes, we we thank you all, and welcome all. Like a Pokemon, we gotta catch you all later on the next episode of the Retro Rewind podcast. Why don't we close it with that? You had to do this first. Oh my gosh. Retro rewind mission complete. Oh, Alice has to proceed take... to Nap Point Omega. She has to go to Nap Point base. Omega. As always. Why? Why don't we just stay in 1987? Enjoy all the, the montages. <laughs> oh, there's too much cheese everywhere. Let's go. But da 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 da. Good night, sweetheart. All right, this is it's gonna not work to... over was, the internet doing... lag. It was doing great, Paul, until you. All right, fine. Let's up. try it again. Let's try it again. But da 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 da. Good night, Good night sweetheart. sweetheart. Oh, it's, it's time. <laughs> See, it's called lag. It's called oh, have... Francisco doesn't know the words. <laughs> All right. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. Do, 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 do. It was perfect. Good night, I'm, sweetheart. We're done. Well, I think it was it's great. time to go. The mess up Ba-do, was better Ba-do. than it would be. I if it hate was... to leave you, but I really must say, good night, sweetheart. Good night. Good night.